Moshe Rabbeinu comes to Klal Yisrael and tells them, I'm going to be taking out you Adam and Mitzrayim, and he gives them four expressions of Geula, but Klal Yisrael can't listen to that message. They're so wrapped up in their turmoil and exile with their torturous burden that they're carrying they can't listen they can't listen to the message of redemption they're so wrapped up it's so hard what they're going through so Moshe Rabbeinu says one of the famous Kavuchaymas Moshe Rabbeinu tells their if Klal Yisrael that has all the reason to want to listen to me doesn't listen to me so how could Pari listen to me when I'm going to approach Pari to tell him that you must allow the Eden to go out of Golos? And the question everybody asks is, we know why Klal Yisrael couldn't listen to the message of Moshe Rabbeinu. They were so torturous and stuck and wrapped up in their difficult predicament and their Golos that they were in that they couldn't comprehend the message that Moshe Rabbeinu was telling them. But Paroi, why should he not be able to hear the message and see the clarity and the truth of the Dvar Hashem when he comes to Moshe Rabbeinu and saying, I have a me- I'm a messenger from the Rabbeinu Shalom. He shows Paroi the signs, the Isis, the Moshin, and creates that the Paroi shouldn't see the truth. And all this swarm explained to us a deep lesson in Geula. And it's a deep lesson for our Chizik during these weeks, especially during these weeks that are designated as those weeks of here, of being misakin ourselves, binyane tshuva, binyane shoivivim, binyane kedusha, areas that are the most dangerous that we suffer so much and bleed so terribly, especially in the new world that we're in, whether it's people going out to work and having to face tremendous nisiyonis, it's in the house and it's in our kalim and technology in all different ways. Wherever we go, it gets hit us. It hits us, the nyanik tusha that we have to be oimid bin And these are the weeks of tshuva, especially in those areas. Those areas that brought about the Golos of Mitzrayim in the first place all started with the Dor HaMabal, with Adam Marishin, when he was after the Chet of the Eitzadas, and for 130 years he was separated from his wife, and he was Moilu Tipun Rois, and he went through a terrible depression, as Chimar and Ervin Yudches tells us, and then in the Dor HaMabal, Vatishochis Oretz, and that generation was Nizgalgul and Dor Mitzrayim. And when we read this parshas, we try to get the Schizik that we could go out of this Golos. We could be Mesakin, but we need to be Mesakin until we should reach the ultimate redemption. The future redemption is going to look, it's going to pale in comparison to Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. So we focus on these parshies for the Chizik. So back to the question that we had started off with. What do, how do we understand that Moshe Rabbeinu tells the Rebbeinu Shalom, if Klal Yisrael didn't listen to my message of redemption of Geula, all the four expressions of Geula that I told them, so how would Pari be able to hear it? What do you mean? Pari could hear it, Pari doesn't have the problem, but Klal Yisrael is so stuck in their goals. And here comes the powerful lesson. The only way you could be redeemed is if you don't allow Yish, if you believe in the Rebbeinu Shalom to take you out. If you don't believe in it, then you will never get out. Of course, Moshe Rabbeinu could go to Pari, and Pari would say, yes, they'll go out. And they might even go out. 
but they won't be redeemed. They won't be properly redeemed. We'll face other exiles and we'll be stuck right back there. The only way you could be have Golos is if you feel it yourself. You believe Moshe Rabbeinu. You don't allow the Yish, the deepness of the Mitzrayim to kick into you and you say no. No, I haven't fallen. I can get out. Especially when we talk Binyan Ektusha back to Shoivivim. Back to areas that we feel the Yetzirah pulls us down and we can't get out. If we have Yish, we have no way out. The way we get out is by saying proudly, no, there's a way out. It might be some of the hardest of areas that it looks like there's no way out. Yes, there's a way out. Yes, there's Geulas Mitzrayim. Yes, the Rabbeinu Shalom gives us a message. When we can can't bear it anymore, and we want to get close to Rebbeinu yes, there's Geula, yes, there's redemption. And when Klal Yisrael believes in that, then Moshe Rabbeinu could approach Pari and properly take out Klal Yisrael. But till Klal Yisrael doesn't believe in it, there's no room for redemption, there's no room for Golas, for Geula, we are still stuck deeply in Golas. And this leads us to a lesson that I realize in Parsha Shmois. It's such a lesson from Moshe Rabbeinu that could give us an areas of betachin, relying on the Rebbeinu Shalom, understanding we have to do our most, and then that's it. And this will be the lesson of the Geula. Basia, we know, comes to the comes to the Nilas and sees Moshe Rabbeinu and sticks out her hand, her hand stretches out, and she takes Moshe Rabbeinu. And that's the story of the Geula of Moshe Rabbeinu, that from there the whole Klal Yisrael is going to be redeemed through Moshe Rabbeinu. Now the question is, I mean the question is, I, I, I shouldn't say the question because I realized this question last week. I'm like, I'm like learning the parsha. I'm like, what? How come, I, how come I never was bothered by such a simple elementary question? Let's try to picture what happened that day at the Nilus. Remember this day that Moshe Rabbeinu was thrown into the water? It's the day that not only was Klal Yisrael have to observe every child that's to be thrown into the water, rather every child in the whole country, Jew and non-Jew. So we could give a number of thousands and thousands and thousands of children are in the water. How much noise you hear, how busy it is. Basia comes... And she sees a child. What are you sticking at your hand trying to get that child? What possessed you? There's thousands and thousands of children in the water. Why are you trying to stick at your hand to get Moshe Rabbeinu? What was it that pulled you? Of course, we could talk high in Yanim that Basia noticed something pure with Moshe Rabbeinu. Even though she couldn't see him, he's far away. Still, it had a spawn and so forth. Of course, these are true answers. But in simple and poshut pshat, what is Basia doing? There's thousands and thousands of babies. You're trying to protect and save every baby. Can we say that the circumstance over here was Moshe Rabbeinu was in a part in Danilus and that was the only part she noticed and there was only one child and nobody else was there? Uh, this is very problematic. So what is this? what is the solution to the simple elementary problem over here? Moshe Rabbeinu, I think the Torah tells us what happened over here. There's one exact, the Torah tells us exactly why Basia stuck at her hand. Not because she heard Moshe Rabbeinu crying. In fact, she hadn't even heard him crying yet. The Torah says, Basia comes to the water. Lirchites. And what does she see? I'm just reading the Pasuk over here. Vatayrit bas pari lirchites on liyar. Vatayrit es You know what Basia saw? Only one person 
actually took their child and didn't totally throw it into the water. And that was the She has to throw Moshe Rabbeinu in the water, so she takes a basket and throws him, puts him in the basket, protects him. Now we know that protection wouldn't have held too long. Of course, you can throw Moshe Rabbeinu into the water if he's going to drown sooner or later. So what is she doing, doing, putting that basket there? That is what intrigued Basia. Everybody else just threw their child straight into the water. What are you doing with that basket? What is that child in a basket? What's unique about that? And what the answer could be, what Yecheved did was, I know that I can't do more, but I am going to do as much as in my hands to protect my child till the Rebbeinah will decide what his predictant will be. It will not be in any reason because I gave up on him. I allowed Yish to go in. I took a child that has to be thrown in the water and made a basket for him. So in the water, maybe a little bit more, more will stay alive. Maybe a miracle will happen. And a miracle did happen. Because Basia comes to the water and sees there's one child that's in a teva. Wow, let me go take that child. And that that it's in a teva showed the ability of not giving up. So that pushes Basia to stretch her hand and not give up and try to go further from where she can reach. From the strength of the chizik that she saw in a mother taking a child and not giving up and saying one second I have to throw into the water, I will do everything I could do till that point. So Basia said, I will stretch out my hand till that point and see how it will turn out. And sure enough, Basia takes this child and she has compassion. And then she says these key magic words that's our chizik for this week's parsha, for shoivavim, for the sinus that we're going through. Basia grabs this child, This is a Jewish child. What does she mean, this is a Jewish child? A Jewish child is a child that you could say whatever you want, you could throw it in the most difficult predicament, but they won't give up. It will do till the end. It will go into the water and still go in a basket. Maybe the Rabbi will protect it. That's me, Yaldiya Ivrim. I will do the most. I will never give up. And then the Rabbi will decide how the predicting will be. That is Moshe Rabbeinu, the beginning story of Moshe Rabbeinu. That is Moshe Rabbeinu is going to lead Kalal Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. He's going to be that child that was thrown into the water that didn't give up. And with that he will be able to lead Kalal Yisrael out of their Mitzrayim of not giving up. And when Kalal Yisrael accepts the message of not giving up, then you're ready to Geula. But if Heim B'nei Yisrael there is no room for Geula. And that is our greatest chizik that we have to get from these parshis in the weeks of Shevavim. The weeks of telling us don't give up, don't lose hope, don't feel the relationship is severed. As the Rebbein Shalom showed Moshe Rabbeinu in you might be in a in a bush with thorns and Mitzrayim difficult, but the Shechina is there. I'm with you. In whatever th- place you have fallen into, there's no area that the Rebbe has left you. The Kedusha is still there and there's a way out. Kedusha Yosef HaTzadik that showed us in Beis Yishol Paroi, in Eishas Paitifer, in Mitzrayim, in Eversaurus, there's a way out. That is the Yish that we can't allow to kick ourselves into. That is the Geula that we're going out. That is the Geula of these weeks of Geulah's Mitzrayim, that's Geulah ben Yonik Kedusha to us. Geulah telling us, as hard as it is, as 
difficult and distant sometimes we feel we're from the Rebbeinah Shalom. But we do our part. We go to the max. We know Miyaldia Ivrim Hain. Moshe Rabbeinu taught us that you know, don't give up and that's how he redeems Klal Yisrael. That is the greatest chizik. That is the worst tool that the Yitzhahara tries to plant on us. Give up. You're full and you won't be able to stand back up. You'll never be back again. You'll never be holy. You'll never climb out. No, no, no. Shuvu banum shoivavim. Chutz miyacher. Chutz miyacher. The acher people that say that you're too late. You're doomed. You can't turn back. No, no, no. Shuvu banum shoivavim. There's always room for return. We could always be mechazek ourselves. Let's be mechazek ourselves in this week's Parshas as we go out, as we read the Parshas and we go out of the Gula, we go out of our personal Golas, and we stay Dovik in the Rebbeinu Shalom, we do our utmost, we never give up, and then we know we'll fully be good. Nigel, to we'll have the full redemption.